Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Rosie. And this is Metier. This chapter of Metier, we met Saskia Nelson, who's an entrepreneur and set up her own dating photography business called Hey Saturday. Do you want to introduce yourself first off? My name's Saskia Nelson, and I run a business called Hey Saturday. And it is a dating photography business that I set up three years ago. We create kind of gorgeous dating profile photos for people to put online to help promote themselves and sell themselves and basically get more dates. Tell us more about the service that you provide and what Hey Saturday, where it came from in your head. Well, where it came from in my head, when I was setting up as a photographer, I didn't have a plan at the time other than I want to do photography. And I had a three-month window to set up before my job finished. And and people kept asking me, oh, are you going to do wedding photography, Saskia? And I was kind of like, wedding photography, that's really not me at all. I'm not really into weddings, you know, it's not my vibe at all. But that question was really good because it made me look back at who I am and what my own interests are and my own life experiences. And I kind of thought, well, I know a lot about online dating. I did it for about seven or eight years until I met my boyfriend, who I've been with for seven years now. During that time, I got quite good at online dating, but I I kind of learned about the journey, the ups and downs. But the main thing I learned about was the fact that people use terrible dating photos. They use their old holiday snaps, their blurry pictures with their ex cut out, just photos taken with their webcam on their computer that makes them look like a serial killer. So, you know, I've seen it all and and a lot of the photos were like 10 years out of date or something. So someone would turn up on a date and you literally are there looking past them going, where's this person I you know, want to meet? It kind of, something kind of clicked and I was like, hang on a minute, <laughs> there's, there's a gap in the market for like people actually using really good photos of themselves. It came really from people saying to me about the wedding photography thing. And like with wedding photographers, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of them in this country. They're everywhere. They're great, but there's loads of them. And I, I did a lot of research and I couldn't find one dating photographer in the country, like, like, well, not even in the world, actually. So uh, that did make me think, maybe someone's tried and it didn't work, but I kind of thought, well, I'm going to give it a go, so... So you you mentioned that you your job that you worked in before was um, for for Elba. Yeah, that's right. And so that was helping out small businesses. So yeah, we were matching support from large corporate companies and helping and kind of facilitating it for them to get involved with community work, either through volunteering or projects or investment, corporate investment. So yeah, and it was small businesses and um, charities. Uh, yeah. And do you, do you feel like that helped you have the confidence to have your own business? Like, you know, you, you said you, you researched it and there was no one else doing it. What made you think, oh, I, well, I'm going to do it then? Yeah, I mean, that job, I'd been working at Elba for quite a while on and off and I learnt a heck of a lot. I was, uh, by the time I left, I was leading a team of seven people and we were working on projects worth a couple of million um, and... It was really hard work. We, were, we had kind of really ambitious targets, as you tend to set in the voluntary sector, and probably not enough money, so resources were tight. Um, so we had to get quite creative about how we achieved our targets, and we did achieve all of them. Kind of my understanding of project management like grew in leaps and bounds. And um, yeah, I, I learned so much, and I got really, I, I guess I got confident in my abilities because we were still achieving our targets with very little resource. And, and I think getting a team behind me and what we were trying to achieve um, was challenging as well. But, you know, I did it. We were a great team. We Even though working our butts off, you know, 
we were always having a laugh and I think people kind of saw that, um, that you can work hard, have a laugh, be human, make mistakes and fess up and, and kind of move on. Definitely gave me the confidence to, to kind of go away and go, I've been through a lot, I've achieved a lot, I, you know, I know hard work, what it looks like. And, and I can do it. And I definitely wanted to do it for something that I'd kind of created. So what was the catalyst? What was the kind of moments leading up to you um, leaving? Well, so during 2012, we, uh, I was working, or this team, we were working on projects around the Olympic Games. So we did a community project in the um, Copper Box on the Olympic Park. And we were like the first community event in there. It was like in the April before the Games, so we were testing out the venue and took a thousand kids in and did this great sports event in, in the Copper Box. So we're doing really interesting stuff. We worked with Boris Johnson's team. He had uh, London Ambassadors, so we had, a, we had our own London Ambassador pod that was the only one managed by young people from East London. Yeah, I mean, it was good fun, but it was so knackering and so much hard work and very high stress levels. Uh, but while I was doing that, so the whole of 2012 was kind of going in this blur of, oh, right, what have I got to do this week? We've got to get through this, we've got to achieve this. Uh, but all the way through 2012, I was working really crazy hours, but I was still doing photography at weekends. And it was kind of like my, I could relax. I felt, at, you know, home, I suppose. And all the stress went away for those kind of short hours that I was doing photography. So by the end of 2012, I was absolutely exhausted. It's like after people get married, I think, it was just like, okay, is that it? Like, you know, the games is over. What are we going to do now? And even though the legacy was just beginning, I think we were all really exhausted. Um, but um, so that for me, January, going back after kind of the Christmas of 2012, I was just kind of like, I need to do something different. And I hadn't even really thought about it. It was kind of, I was in a meeting with my boss. Just, I gave him my notice, very spur of the moment. And luckily he made me stay three months <laughs> to work out my notice, which at the time I was a bit like, oh, come on, I want to leave. Uh, but it was the best thing he could have done because I needed to formulate a plan. And that's when I came up with the, the business idea, wrote my business plan, built my website. So I went out and did lots of shoots with friends to create a website. Uh, so yes, I needed that three months. <laughs> so, and actually three months is quite good um, to spur you on. It's just enough time to, to get everything done and then it gives you enough urgency to kind of get to where you need to before you end up with no money coming in. So yeah. How was that? What was your first week like of, um, of being not unemployed, but being just Hey Saturday? It was, um, yeah, it was really good. I mean, I can barely remember that that far, but um, it felt pretty amazing. Take us through the story of, of dating and why you've ended up going into business. The story of dating. Well, I'm, I did online dating for eight years and on and off. Obviously, I wasn't constantly doing it. Uh, and met lots of really interesting guys. Uh, had a lot of fun, a lot of heartbreak, you know. And um, and I got quite good at it, actually. I was kind of... Because um, if you let it, dating can take you on this really big emotional roller coaster. And then I got a lot better at kind of... The roller coaster was going a little bit more steadily because I didn't let myself get kind of too involved in the ups and downs. So, so I, I really started enjoying it. And I think in terms of the business, I love hearing, I love talking to people about their love lives, I suppose. It's something that I find kind of fascinating, relationships, how people meet, that kind of thing. So in terms of setting up a business in that industry, it's, it's kind of been right up my street. Cause talk, and I'm really passionate about 
I do like I, a lot of my clients I see a kind of the end of their tether, they're sick of online dating, they don't believe it can work, all the good ones are taken. And my view is that if you go into dating with that head on, then you're probably not going to meet the love of your life because you've got all this, you know, you're sitting on a date with them and in your head you've got a ticker tape going, I hate online dating, I hate online dating. You know, how are you going to connect with that person if you're just thinking well, all the good ones are taken and you know you're sat with some some person so yeah. do you confront them as part of being them being your client yeah I mean if it comes up uh definitely I do and I think it helps them they do go away and go yeah chatting to you really helped actually I'm feeling a lot more positive and I try and blog a lot I, I blog for the Huffington Post and I try and write about discovering the joy in online dating or you know just being more light-hearted about it and having a better approach to it so that rather than it being this thing I've got to get through this and the off chance there might be someone you know that I can connect with it's more like hey it's an adventure let's see where it goes let's have fun let's be open-minded do you think that if you by getting better at online dating yeah do you not think that you're actually just taking a little bit of yourself out of the situation and then it is more difficult to get to know you do you know what I'm saying a kind of you're kind of saying putting a putting a little barrier up it's more about getting your head in the right place having the right mindset where you can be strong and you don't, you're not going to be emotionally crushed if someone sends you an email going, nah, I don't want to meet you. You know, really, you don't need to be crushed by that, that you don't know them. You know, it's not the end of the world. There's plenty of other people. All that says to me is they're not right for you. Good, you know that now. Let's, you know, let's move on. It's not the end of the world. So as soon as you bring, like, all the emotion into, the, into online dating, it's, it can be torturous. And you can kind of be going, oh, God, I've just got another email and he said this and he said that. You know, oh, God, really? It's just too much. It's just going to be, it's just going to be painful. I think you can still enjoy it and it's just being more me- mentally robust, I think. What kind of experience are you trying to create for them in, in, in your photography sessions? So I want them to go away feeling a lot more positive about the whole vibe of online dating. It's not your last-ditch attempt. It's actually quite a normal thing that people do. So I would say it's older clients who probably come with that kind of, oh, this is my last chance saloon. The younger ones are obviously, this is how you live life now, so they're kind of more accepting of it. Um, But, yeah, I want clients to go away feeling a lot more positive about online dating um, and to have enjoyed the the experience. And really what we're trying to give them the confidence to go away and create a profile that they're really proud of and they go yeah this is me and it's me at my best we're not just taking their photos we're hoping they'll go away with the belief that they can find love online and they've got the photos and the confidence to do that so yeah when that is a big part of it for me it's that kind of transformational experience they come feeling a bit but they go away going, do you know what, I can do this, I've got the photos, I, lo- I love what I've got here, I'm going to create something great, fantastic. Take me through the mechanics of how you get a new client. So they mainly come through Google search, so it's about getting my SEO up. Um, and I've done that by blogging across lots of different platforms, so... Huffington Post, all the big um, dating agencies like Match.com, eHarmony, you will find me on there, and lots of different newspapers and things like that, and and my own blog as well. So it's writing blog posts that 
you think people are going to search for if they're looking to improve their dating profiles, basically. And so that helps with the SEO. So when people now search dating photographer, I'm number one. But when I set up, there obviously wasn't a thing as dating photography. So I was kind of like, are people ever even going to like search on that? I don't know. So I was kind of at the beginning, I had to go, right, I'm going to create this movement where it's dating photography is a thing. And people are going to start realising this is kind of what you need to do to improve your profile so and I did that via social media lots and kind of all sorts of crazy things to try and get people to realize that it's a thing um so yeah clients come to me via um via google search mainly and then I do PR probably every six months or so so just last week I was in the financial times and the telegraph so again there's been a massive uplift in the number of clients but it's always slightly increasing so last year I was probably booking about 25 to 30 shoots now it's kind of 40 to 50 shoots that's a month sorry (laughs) and when clients arrive in my inbox I'm very uh like lots of photographers have um online booking calendars which would make my life a lot easier, to be honest. But I think photography is such a personal thing, you know, especially with dating. People feel kind of quite vulnerable, a lot of them. Um, or It's a very personal thing. So I wanted to have the personal touch. So even three years in, I still answer every email myself. And um, so, yeah, I book all the shoots. And I think actually part of the brand is of Hey Saturday is kind of based on my personality. So the website has probably got, is me all over it really. And what's good about that is that um, I think clients, if they look at the website and they don't like it, I don't think they're gonna book. So it weeds out anyone who potentially, because all the clients we get generally fantastic and really cool and we you know, love them all, um, really good people. And I think it's because they see the website and they can connect with it in some way, which means they're kind of my kind of person, I guess. Um, So a lot of the blogging I do, I put a lot of personality into that. That means I kind of attract kind of people who who understand what I'm trying to do. Like a dating profile. Yeah, it is. Actually, when when I meet a client for the first time for shoots, it's like meeting someone on a first date. And so many of them have said that to me. And it is. She's like, oh, who am I going to meet? Oh, you know, and you've got a photo of them. And, you know, it's kind of weird like that. So the whole thing, they, they feel like it's a practice run sometimes. Yeah, so we, yeah, when we connect with them, I tell them more about the shoot. Some people want to do it on the phone. So we chat. Uh, others are happy doing it on email. So I try and work with whoever the client is and what their preferred way of, of communicating is. It's quite interesting, the emails, the difference between men and women. You know, a guy will send an email that says, you know, you, you know can I have two o'clock on Saturday at you know, Holland Park? Whereas a woman will have, oh, you know, what happens if it rains? And, you know, what should I do about hair and makeup? And it goes on and on for pages and it's just quite funny. Um, the difference between the sexes is, you know, just right there. And I actually booked a shoot with one of the photographers about two months ago for, for PR purposes. I hate having my photo taken. <clears throat> hate being on camera. Um, and um, so I was dreading it. And I was like, God, I'm like one of my clients. And then I went along and, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this. And about 15 to 20 minutes in, it suddenly clicked that I was actually having a good time. The photographers I choose, they have to be good portrait photographers, obviously. But the most important thing is that they can connect with people 
however shy or whatever they're bringing to the shoot, they need to be able to connect with them and get them to relax. And that's really hard work. And only certain types of people can do that. Um, and all the photographers I've got are really good at it. And the other thing they're good at, they all hate being on camera. And so they have a lot of empathy for clients who hate being on camera. And I think that's really important. How, how does it feel to be able to like, help generate income for other, other creative people? You know, this, this amazing thing that you can like, get in, income for other photographers. It's brilliant. Yeah, it feels really good, actually, because um, it's actually quite hard to make a living as a photographer in this country. I've, I've been approached by five photographers just this week looking to work with me. So I'm aware there's lots of photographers and their portfolios are amazing. I mean, I've had one woman who's shot, you know, like amazing, like celebrities and stuff like that. She was one of the ones this week. Um, I know it's really hard to, to kind of make a living out there. And so it feels good to help people. Uh, and I'm really passionate about working with women, actually. So all the photographers I hire are women. And I did take advice on it um, because obviously I don't want to be breaking any laws or anything. And it's fine. Um, I hire freelance women um, because when I started in, in doing photography, it felt like a very male-dominated industry, and I think it probably still is. And it was all about, the, you know, the size of your lens and, you know, oh, the f-stop's this, and, you know. And they were just, like, reeling off all this technical jargon and, like, the number of their lens, oh, the 50mm, 1.2, blah, blah, blah. But you, we went out doing meet-up where you go out and you shoot and you all work together and then you upload the photos later. So there'd be all these guys, look at my lens, my f-stops, and, you know, and I'd be there going, you know, and then afterwards we all upload our photos and I'd be like, oh my God, their photos aren't that good. They just talk the talk and really crush your confidence. Um, so I kind of wanted to fight against that uh, and started connecting with, and Nicole, who's um, one, of, one of my first photographers, um, she's almost done 300 shoots for me now, actually. She, um, when I met her, was about 24. We met on a meetup. She was just brilliant and I connected with her straight away and she's worked with me ever since. But it's just, yeah, you kind of surrounded by these guys but there's these amazing women out there who aren't shouting about you know look at my lens and they're just getting on with it and being creative and bringing something to the shoot so yeah it, it, it feels really good to be able to support women to do that and it works well for me because clients actually want women so it's important that I give the clients what they want male and female they would prefer women so that's good um, and I'm trying to work with women who have their own photography business um, but they're struggling with client, getting new clients in to, like, to, to get enough to kind of keep them going. They can be building their business, but I then just take jobs that I'm sending them and it helps them to you know, pay the bill. So it means they can keep doing what they're doing without having to give up and do something they don't like. It's kind of like a new model of photography. It, yeah, it kind of feels like I don't even do shoots very often anymore unless they're kind of for bloggers or PR purposes. So I kind of created a model where I'm, get, I'm doing all the work, getting the jobs in and doing the PR and building the brand, um, and then I'm giving out the jobs. But, you know, it kind of works, and it works for me. So, I, yeah, I, mean, I can kind of do the jobs that I really want to do. So um, what are your aspirations of, around growth? So around growth, well, I'm actually hoping to launch in New York hopefully later this year because I feel like New York's a really interesting place in terms of dating and the dating industry there's some it's one of you know one of the most interesting places in the world for dating and they're massively into it they haven't got anyone doing what I'm doing over there so I'm going over in September because I'm a judge on the US dating awards and I've already got a couple of clients booking in for shoots Nicole's coming as well 
So she's going to be doing some and I'm, I'm going to be working with some experts over there doing their shoots. So I'm hoping that um, that's one of my goals is to launch in New York. But I also want to grow in, in the UK as well. So um, I'm getting a lot of inquiries from like the Manchester and Liverpool area. So I know I need to get some photographers up there. And uh, Bristol's another one I want to do. And probably Leeds and Birmingham. So it's, yeah, it, but it takes a lot of time because obviously... I get um, photographers in, so I've got them in Brighton, London and Edinburgh, but I'm doing at the moment, it's me doing all the marketing for those areas. Um, so blogging and doing localised blogging, localised PR. So it takes up time to build up um, a presence in different cities. So uh, although part of me wants to expand really, really quickly, um, I, I kind of have to do it more slowly. And another goal is, so wedding photography is massive. And dating photography, it's just me and my team. But actually, there's tons, thousands more people dating than there are getting married. So um, I want to see dating photography, uh, which is a genre that I've created. I want to see that become really big. In fact, I got booked for a dating photo shoot by Martin Parr, who's one of the UK's best um, living photographers. Um, without a doubt, he's, you know, he's very famous anyway he booked me for a dating photo shoot and we did it a couple of weeks ago which was really good fun uh, and he you know he kind of acknowledged that dating photography is now a thing and you know well, I'm obviously the first one to do it so so that was exciting <laughs> do you feel insecure at all about having um started something that's you know you've built it up from nothing and you know people are gonna jump on your bandwagon it's not just going to be hey saturday it's going to be others what I have found is that the other photographers are approaching me, so they've obviously recognised that I've got a quite a strong brand. Um, but yeah, there are other people who are uh, gonna, who are and already have started creating very similar businesses to me. Um, so I think at the beginning, when it when I first noticed it, which was probably last year, so two years in, I was a bit kind of like. A, Huh, affronted I suppose like I came up with this um, but actually then I was flattered it's kind of like well if it's you know if people are copying it then that's a good sign that means you know you're doing something good what it did was spur me on to be even better I think that can only be a good thing if it was just me doing it in the marketplace then you know you can get complacent uh, you know so it's good it keeps me on my toes I've won a couple of awards in, in recently in Amsterdam and um, the Euro Awards and in the Global Awards. So, yeah, it's, it's about always improving and looking at ways to be better. And I think for me, I kind, I kind of channel that into giving a better experience to the client as well, because if they have a better experience, then that at the end of the day is, is, is important. And if they're willing to talk about that and share that, or you know, or write me good reviews or whatever. That's fantastic because then that is my USP. We're giving, we're we're doing what we can to create a really good experience. Um, and I think my eight years of online dating oh, will uh, gives me an insight into who these people are. I understand the journey they're on, and it's a painful journey quite often. And I've been there, and I know how you can let that pain take over and also how you can work through it and, and start to enjoy online dating. Um, so yeah, I think um, that gives me, it gives me an edge. So I'm, I'm totally okay now with people doing what I'm copying me. <laughs> I struggled at the beginning, but yeah, it's basically, it's, it's the best thing I need to, I need to have some, it motivates me to, to be better. That can only be good. Take us back through your kind of career 
history mm. to anything else that you feel has given you skills to set up your own business? So I worked at Sky and um, for about three or four years. And Sky, and, and back then it was, it was a really cool place to work, um, really fun. And I was working in corporate social responsibility and I was looking after an area which was um, encouraging staff to volunteer. And I kind of launched it. It wasn't something they were doing until I got there. Um, so I was coming up with projects. I had to build a website, well, an intranet site. Uh, I had to design campaigns and they had to be cool enough that people who work at Sky, because I was trying to attract yeah, Sky media types to do volunteering. And so not volunteering doesn't necessarily have a kind of sexy face to it. So it was kind of quite a challenge. But I, ha I got to work with uh, design companies um, to help me create campaigns that would attract them. So I learned a lot about brand and marketing and creating campaigns and things like that. And I think that doing it for a company like Sky is one of the most creative companies, one of the most forward thinking companies in the UK. Uh, so yeah, it, that, I, that taught me a lot about brand. And I think brand is probably the most important thing when you're setting up a company. It, I want people to go, no, I want Hey Saturday, because they, to me, they mean a great experience, um, professional. I've kind of got quite strong brand values and um, hopefully they come across. Working at Alba, I had um, a very charismatic boss. He, he was he was quite hardcore to work for. You know, he wasn't an easy man to work for. He had very high standards. Um, but what that did was that means I, I give myself high standards, uh, which has been good because that keeps driving me on. He's got this saying, what is it? Um, if you're not growing, you're dying. And that's always in my head. So basically, you know, you've got to keep thinking of how to improve the business and how to how to be better and how to be bigger or whatever is relevant. But it's got to be growing. And the minute you kind of go, oh, yeah, it's running itself now. I'll just chill out and all kinds of craziness is going to happen. That's always in my head the whole time. How can I grow? How can I be better? Give people a better experience. It's, it's never far away from my head. Even though when you work for yourself and you're working from your flat, um, the day-to-day, -day, you kind of get swamped in, oh, I've got these emails to do, oh, that client needs this. And it's really quite hard to do that kind of strategic um, planning. Um, so that stuff's in my head, but it's never, it's hard to kind of get it down on paper and then develop a plan of action. It's more, it's a lot more ad hoc, which I know is bad. And I think that is the downside about working on your own. Um, I have to make decisions like, should I launch in New York or, you know, Leeds? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm sitting in my lounge on my own going, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I would say that um, I think... Every job I've done has probably helped. It's all helped build who I am today. Um, I certainly, I know for a fact that if I'd launched this when I was in my 20s or something, I don't think it would have happened at all. I probably wouldn't have had the confidence in myself to be able to do it. Um, but I think having the experience of just working and being successful in jobs has, has been immense, really. So check out the accompanying film as part of Saskia's chapter where we followed her on a shoot with a new client. There was a lot of laughter, there was a lot of um, sunshine, sunshine, freezing weather, but 
everyone was professional. And a little bit of squirrel testicles. Oh, yeah. And high-vis jacket action. Always love a bit of high-vis. <laughs> it's a great film. Watch it and check back with us. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and watch all of our films and let us know what you think. See you soon. Bye. Check out our other chapters of Metier on our website, metierproject.org, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as Metier Project. If you have a good idea about someone that make a great subject for Metier, get in touch via the contact page of our website.